Hello, you're listening to Mac at Night. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mac at Night. I'm Danny Mac, president of the Extreme Wrestling Corporation, and, uh, well, this episode is called The Decision. Well, it's the big show! That's right, this is the one that everybody's been waiting for all week, and I've really dragged it out. I went full LeBron James ESPN on this episode, and, uh, I could have just posted something on Discord, but hey... We're here now, so let's have some fun with it. So before we get into it, tonight's drink is, uh, we're going to do some rum and Coke. And tonight's rum is Bacardi Oakheart. It's a smooth, spiced rum, straight from the heart of charred oak barrels for a hint of smokiness. So this should be interesting. Um, I believe Bacardi has been around since 1862. Um, I didn't do my usual research on this one, um, but I love rum and Coke. Uh, my favorite rum uh, for the last probably two years has been Kraken. I love Kraken, um, but I've already done that one this season, so we're going to do Bacardi Oak Heart Spiced Rum. Got the ice. Here comes the rum. And that is... <laughs> That's three fingers worth for those paid attention at home. And we'll get the Coke. And yes, I am a Coca-Cola person. I am not a Pepsi person, though I do like Pepsi products more than I like Coke products, but when it comes down to Coke versus Pepsi, and yes, I absolutely can taste the difference, tell the difference, and I've won every one of those Coke-Pepsi taste things that they used to have at uh, what's here called Fun Mountain which is an outdoor water park. They always did the Coke versus Pepsi test when I was in school and I always nailed it. I I can taste a a clear difference between Coke and Pepsi and those who say that there's no difference, you a liar! Or maybe your your taste buds are just shot. Um, So anyways, here's to uh, this episode of Mac at Night. Oh, that's nice. Another big one. Man, like I just, I really love rum and coke. That's my go-to drink if we're ever anywhere and we're out in whatever restaurants or friends' houses and stuff. Um, I always ask for rum and coke. That's my favorite, which I believe Jaden, that's his favorite too. So that's pretty cool. Um, I think, I mean, who doesn't like a a good rum and coke? Um, This particular rum is actually really nice. I I like it. It's... um, it interacts with the sweetness of the Coke really well. It doesn't make it overly sweet. Um, it does have a different taste to it um, than other rums. But I'm, I'm a big rum guy. I've got six or seven different types of rum all the time, which those who have seen my basement, because um, I've, I've shared it on our Discord quite a bit, the stuff I've done. Uh, the new designs and stuff and how I remodeled the basement. Uh, you've seen all my alcohol, so you know that it's there and you know what's coming at, at Mac and Night throughout the seasons. So, yeah, let's uh, let's get right into it, right? So, I've got a, I've got a guest that's going to be on our show tonight, a very special guest. So, one more sip and then we'll get right into it. 
So tonight I have a special guest with me. What's your name? Silas. Silas. All right, Silas. So Silas, you know that Daddy is a a big time famous wrestler, right? Yeah. Where do I where do I wrestle? Do you remember? E W C. <laughs> That's right, E W C. So everybody is wondering an answer to a very important question. Everybody's wondering. Am I going to stay as the EWC president, or am I going to retire? So, what do you think, Daddy should do? Do you think Daddy should stay or retire? Hmm. Uh, stay. You think I should stay? To oh. keep the president. To keep the president. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that what you think I should do? Why do you think that? Because it's good. Because it's good. All right. Well, that's good enough for me. Do you have anything you want to say to everybody? I know. <laughs> All right. Well, Silas, thank you for being my special guest. You can uh, you can say goodbye to everybody. Bye. So there you go. Thank you to Silas for being on this episode and and sharing his uh, his little thought there. Um, so just, I want it to be very clear. Um, this isn't something that I'm going to go through um, every year, which, you know, that in itself, yes, I, I'm, I'm staying as EWC president. I'm not going to, I'm not going to walk away. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to hang it up. Um, I started the EWC uh, 23 years ago, 1997. And, uh, you know, I, there's been a couple of breaks um, throughout the years from 97 to, to 2020. We know that we've been running, uh, I guess, six years straight now since our last little break. And, you know, it does take a toll. 2020 was a was a hard year for everybody, um, really, really hard year for everybody. We all, you know, suffered in different ways and were impacted different ways. And, you know, the, the ugly side of e-fetting um, came out on social media. You saw what people were like all year, and, and it was... It was really bad um, seeing how people were reacting. Um, and I don't want to give um, excuses for people, but, you know, I think it's just a really bad year for a lot of people and they didn't know how to handle it. And so they they lashed out on, on especially Twitter. And because of, you know, COVID and, and a lot of things that happened this year, we saw a lot of eFeds close, a lot of really good eFeds close, um, some long-running eFeds that have been up, you know, five six seven eight nine ten years and um you know they they closed for good from from for the most part anyways and um you know i i wanted to make sure that the ewc was set up to succeed without me um and so that's why you know darren and and chris got those promotions that they that they earned to be commissioners of the ewc because i always figured like if i if I had decided at any point to walk away, whether it was this year, next year, or 10 years down the road, I feel confident and comfortable that, you know, Chris and Darren could handle running things the way that I've been running things. And, sh and you know, they share my vision and they share my um, compassion and, and humility and, and everything that goes into being a good fedhead, not somebody who's tyrannical. Um, who has hidden agendas, who, you know, puts themselves over the roster, who doesn't listen, doesn't communicate. So it's important to me to find people that can emulate what I've been doing for, for 23 years, on and off for 23 years. Um, 
So I feel that DWC is set up to succeed without me, um, despite some of the comments that you <laughs> you guys made, which I appreciate. Um, but you know, I don't want to do a disservice or an injustice to Darren and Chris because I I do think that they could um, carry the EWC into the future without me. And um, so I, wa- I really want to stress that this wasn't a lark. This wasn't me being a tease. Uh, in my last podcast, the WrestleFest review podcast, um, I, I really, part of me really wanted to go out on top. And the fact that we, like, we killed it in 2020. I don't think anybody comes close to what we did in 2020. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll put my name on it right now. I'll put my name on wax, whatever the saying is. Um, I think 2020 was our best every year. And I only say this is no disrespect to any other era, to any other you know, wrestler that was part of our Fed, to any other staff. This is no disrespect, so don't take it as disrespect. But we were up against it in 2020 because of COVID. It was a global pandemic. Um, there were some people that felt that we should close up. There were some people that, um, you know, like I said, they closed their feds. There were some people that retired from role-playing this year. Um, there was just a lot of turmoil, a lot of bad things going on. And myself and the staff decided that, no, like, I, I wanted... The, the whole point of EWC is to be an escape. It's to be an escape from the outside world. It's to be a place that you can go pretend to be somebody else living in a different place and live through them in those moments. And I thought now more than ever, the EWC needs to keep going. We, we need it. And one of the things that if you're in our EFED and if you're in our Discord, you know we are an incredibly positive group. Um, we are a family. We are loyal to each other. And we build each other up. We, we uh, you know, if, if one of us goes down, it, it like the saying goes, it takes a village. Um, everybody pitches in and we all help each other and we all raise each other up and we all encourage each other. It's not, you know, it, it, EWC is very competitive in role plays. It's very competitive in chasing championships and wins and being on Elite 15 and, and all those sorts of things. It's competitive in a way that, the writing is so good and the writers try so hard that it's very competitive. But behind the scenes, it's not a competition. You see current champions um, helping, you know, those going after their titles to become better writers. You see everybody helping each other. You see former members, Hall of Fame members like uh, Explode, who, you know, help out new joins and encourage people. And, you know, so the EWC is very much um, a family. And, when you become part of it, when you join, it's not just a saying. You you realize right away. And if, if you heard the one-on-one I had with, with Tony, who plays Dominic Sanders, um, he flat out tells you that he didn't buy into it at first. He thought it was stupid. He thought it was a joke. But now he sees it. Now he gets it. And so now more than ever, we needed EWC. We needed to be here for each other. And I made the decision that we're not going to we're not going to mention basically COVID on the show. We're not going to act like COVID is out there. If you want to, in your role plays, mention it and deal with it, that's for you. That's for your you know, therapeutic sessions. Um, I know when I write role plays, it's very therapeutic. I get a lot of my feelings out there. I deal with a lot of my own personal demons when I role play, and it's very therapeutic. So if you wanted to include it in your role plays, go for it. But we weren't going to have, you know, no fans in the stands. We weren't going to have that. We, you know, we have our own Thunderdome and all that kind of stuff. No, we 
we just acted as if it's not happening. And that provided an escape. And I think that's what led to such a successful 2020. And that's why I feel that because we were so up against it this year, there was so much negative in the real world for us to not only succeed, but, you know, we did over 80 shows. We had a, a four-day wrestle fest that had zero hiccups. Nothing was late. Everything was on time. Um, it, it was fantastic. And now we just had thunder that came out, um, what, five days earlier than it was supposed to. Um, it's just a testament to how fantastic this season went. And so that's why Party Moves like, man, this would be a great time to go out. You know, this would be fantastic just to go out on top, you know, put my name on the year and then let the let the new guys, you know, Darren and, and Chris, let them take over. Let them let them lead this for the future. And, you know, it, it's um, <laughs> you, like I said, in 1997, I, I created this thing and I, I never would have thought that 23 years later we'd still be going. Um, I got into this hobby in 1995. I was I was about 14 and a half when I first found e-fetting. Um, so you know, like I've been doing this, you know, 25 years basically, getting into my 26th year uh, in the hobby. It's crazy to think that in nine years, my son will be the age that I was when I started in e-fetting, and. You know, I started thinking about that too. I was starting to think like he—he's a very creative kid. Um, he's a very artistic kid, and there's a good chance that you know maybe maybe this is something that he'll get into. And and so that weighed on my decision too. Was I'd kind of like to keep going, you know, to have that for if he wanted to do it. Or I mean, hey, my daughter might want to do it too. You never know. Um, she might very well take it up. She's feisty, so <laughs> she might want to take it up. Um, but I just, I, like, I really wanted to stress that this wasn't a fake thing. Uh, like I said, I, I confided in, in the staff quite a bit. I, I leaned on a couple of members where I, I was very, very open and honest and blunt with how I personally felt. And I mean, you all saw it on the discord too. I laid it all out there exactly how I was personally feeling. And, you know, I, I'm a person that I I don't let things get to me in real life. I don't like I'm I just don't let things bother me. I, I don't lose sleep over things. Um, and so with this whole decision, like it was really I didn't want to say the wrong thing and decide the wrong thing. And that's when uh, uh, Jaden actually told me or asked me, you know, basically just said, take the week. Don't because I was ready to announce it. And and he told me like don't don't announce it right now, you know you just finished a humongous show it's, it was a tough year don't announce it right now take a week, so I promised him I said okay uh, I'll wait till Monday, and you know here we are on Monday and <laughs> it's a good thing that I I did wait because I probably would have regretted the decision that I made and I'm I'm I don't like being wishy washy flippy floppy, I don't like being a f like a fish out of water. If, if I make a decision, I just want to stick to it, and that's it. So I do want to say that 100% the decision changed because of the members of the EWC and, and, and the staff. Like, everybody in the EWC, you are the reason why I changed my mind. And 
you know, a lot of you took to the public forums and Discord to publicly state um, how you felt about me personally and, and wanting me to stay and, and things like that. And, and the messages I received personally, um, I, I, as, as right now, um, as of right now, I have 63 messages combined on Discord and on the forums sent to me. And, you know, it surprised me at, at who didn't message me. Um, there was people I, I assumed would, but didn't. And, and so that made me kind of question um, the friendship I thought I had with those people that I guess I don't. Um, so that, I mean, that sucks. But what surprised me was the people that I thought hated, not hated me, but would be kind of happy if I left. Um, they messaged me and that kind of surprised me. And then, you know, Tony called me uh, through discord. He, he called me and it was just, I'll say this. I didn't, I didn't know that I, I personally had an impact on people's lives. I, I did not know that. Um, there were some things shared with me that, um, I found to be quite surprising that, you know, things that I've said or done um, or my example or my not engaging in certain things, that that had a ripple effect in their personal lives um, or the only reason why they came to EWC. And there's just a lot that was sent to me and it was overwhelming. It was emotional. I mean, I, I was telling the staff like I, I couldn't. I was just so blown away by what was being sent to me. And, um, and yeah, it completely changed my mind because sometimes like I was getting into before, I don't, I don't let things bother me. So like when people are on Twitter and they're saying they're, they're goofy things. Um, and it's always people that don't know me have pretty much never interacted with me, have pretty much never been in the fed ever that say things, but sometimes you start to believe some of those things you know sometimes if if you read it at the right moment or the wrong moment i should say um it stings and then you you kind of think on it and you fester on it and you start to believe it and so i will admit that for a time i started to kind of believe that maybe some of this is kind of true maybe maybe i don't do enough as a fathead maybe i'm not needed maybe you know, I'm not wanted. Maybe I don't have the respect of everybody. Maybe, you know, like all those things just started to creep in. And it's stupid because I preach to not to not let anything outside these walls bother you. That's my big thing is don't let it bother you. Their opinion does not matter. The only opinion that matters is inside these walls. And and that being like inside the EWC. Who who cares what other people think? So I broke my own rule, you could say. And, and I started to believe some of it. I started to have those feelings. And when you're in that sort of zone, every little thing starts to bug you. And so there would be a comment here and there, a jab here and there, where normally I'd play along and have fun with it. All of a sudden, it felt personal. All of a sudden, it felt like an attack. All of a sudden, I felt like, well, okay, fine. Maybe you don't want me here. Maybe I'll just go. I don't need to be here anymore. You know, and those feelings started to build up. So I'm not going to drag it out. Everything that you guys have said to me has, like, just thank you. 
very, 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 very much. Thank you to every single person who reached out. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Seriously, thank you. Every single person, all of you. It was beautiful what you've said. I appreciate you all so much. So I'm going to make this statement here and now. Okay? This is not going to happen again next year. This is not going to happen again two, three, four, five, six, seven, twenty years down the road. Okay? I'm not doing this flip flop. Will he? Won't he? Okay? I hate. I hate that about sitcoms. You know where it's the will they, won't they get together? You know where they string you along for three seasons, finally get them together, then they break them up. You know eight episodes later. No, no, no. We're not doing that. The decision I'm making right now is long term. This is it. Okay. So yes, I'm 100% committed. I have more than enough to give. I have tons and tons and tons of ideas. Um, next year is going to be super exciting. We have a lot of things coming. So what's funny and, and ironic is <clears throat> when I was trying to come up with my decision and I was really fighting myself in my head. And, and so I was, I was working out and I was listening to the new Eminem album, which you all know, I'm, I'm a huge Eminem fan. And he just released the B-side to his music to be murdered by album. And this song came on. And it was at the same time that I was, because I was doing cardio stuff, and, and I was messaging the staff, and, and it came on while I was talking to them. And it was like at that moment, it it explained everything I was feeling. And so the song is called Higher. And, you know, Eminem, he starts off, I'm not going to rap for you, but he says, you know, I've been around for a while now, not sure if I have much left to prove. And he goes, yeah, I do. And it's exactly how I felt. Like it's like, yeah, I've been around for for twenty three years as a Fed head. You know what? What else do I have to do? Do I have anything left to prove? And it's like, yeah, I do. There's so many things that we haven't done. So many things I haven't accomplished yet. You know. And then there's a part where he says, "I've done it all," but in actuality, I haven't yet. And it's like, wow, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Like I, we've, I have done everything you can think of in e-fetting. Like we've basically done it. But we haven't done it all. There's still so many more things that we could do. And in the chorus, it says, you know, where am I Where am I supposed to go from here? Really, I have no idea. All I know is every time I think I hit my ceiling, I go higher than I've ever effing been. And it's, it's exactly me. It's exactly the EWC that every time we feel like, okay, we've, we've set the standard, we've done it, we go one step further, you know, it, in the last couple of years, it's been WrestleFest, the four-day festival, you know, like, we've done everything we could do, what are we going to do? Boom, we give you the four-day WrestleFest, and there's just so much more, I think, that I have left to give, and so my, the doubts that I had about myself are gone, they're gone, and, you know, I'm glad I took the week, that was the best advice that I got this entire time, I'm glad I took the week, because, hearing all the messages that people got to send me i like i said i would have regretted it i would have completely regretted it i would have been like well geez like they did want me here <laughs> you know so i'm glad i took the week i'm 100 percent committed this isn't a wishy-washy decision i'm not begrudgingly staying i'm completely committed i have tons of ideas the staff um we all have ideas and for all intents and purposes nobody outside of my son just now knows that I've decided to stay. <laughs> the staff are completely in the dark. Every member is completely in the dark. There's nobody. So anybody that comes and says, oh yeah, Mac told me he was staying. No, it's not true. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody. Um, but 
late last night when I was talking to the staff, like I was basically talking myself into staying and, you know, listing all, all these different reasons and things. So, um, so they probably had an idea or an inkling. And I mean, that's why I, I made that image today and decided to call this the decision is, you know, I tried to have some fun with it and, and be kind of silly with it because I'm a, I'm a silly guy. That's the ice. So, um, again, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you, um, all of you. You guys mean the world to me. This is my my second family, and um, you know my my hope, honestly, is that my my son and my daughter, and maybe I can convince my wife one day. No, she <laughs> she doesn't understand this hobby at all. Anytime I explain things to her, she's just like, I don't get it. So. <laughs> That's that. All right, guys. So I'm staying 100% committed. I'm not going anywhere. Um, we're heading into our 22nd season in 2021, uh, which will be our 24th year in existence. Right? Yeah. 20. Yeah. It'll be our 24th year in existence. 22nd season. Uh, that's exciting. I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. I hope you guys are happy. I hope this is awesome. Um, yeah, that's it. That's the episode. All right? This is it. No need to drag it on anymore. No need to anything. I'm staying 100%, and it's because of you guys that I'm staying, and I'm committed to you guys. We're going to do this. We're going to kick ass this next season. There's a lot, like a ton. There's so many things coming. I can't even, you know, there's the website. There's the forms, the new forms, the brand new forms that I've been working on. That's coming. Um, there's Paramount that's coming. There's other ideas. You really have to pay attention to the Paramount season premiere because everything comes after that like yeah there's lots trust me there's so many things coming so from the bottom of my heart thank you very much to everybody thank you so much for your support over all these years thank you so much for you know being so vocal about wanting me to stay and and all that kind of stuff and um yeah that's it so um, I think the plan is I'm going to do some podcasts uh, with each showrunner. Um, I think we're going to uh, do you know some Mac at Nights with the showrunners just to talk about their year and, and what they did. Uh, we're hoping to do our um, backstage pass where we get all the staff on and we just kind of talk about the season that we just had and talk about you know some plans for next year. So there's a lot of stuff coming. I'm going to bring back my one-on-one. Um, the one-on-one I have with Tony is a huge, like everybody seemed to really, really like it. It's the, the second highest um, podcast I had. It was number one. And then my WrestleFest review uh, passed it. So thank you so much for all the, I mean, you, you basically doubled my my regular average i'm looking at all the listeners that i have and it doubled from uh mac at night character development and role play it doubled <laughs> the audience doubled so and i was and this last the review was a long episode so it's super cool i appreciate it um more's on the way we're going to keep coming we're going to keep going uh there's no end in sight for me so don't worry we're not going to do this again um unless something absolutely catastrophic happens in my life and i need to take a break i'll take a break but i won't be walking away i won't be quitting I won't give up being president until my son decides that he wants to run the show. So that's it. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you at the next Mac at Night. Salute.